Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast after show number 450. 450! You, wow, Did that was not where I was expecting you to go. I'm just changing things up. You are, just without telling them, me. Keeping keeping stuff Keeping me on my toes. Fresh. We're here for the after show, folks. 450. Our regular listeners are really going to dislike that. Uh, they, they want the after show chant, cheer and chant and chorus but the real the real ogs are are were saying it to themselves that's true they probably were they were just mouthing it right along with us <laughs> so welcome in everyone this is the disc wow smashbox tv i was gonna say the disc golf guys after show it's smashbox tv's after show i'd like to be included thanks Tara. i mean i, I can leave. it's my house i can here. leave you do click a button or two i can leave <laughs> uh welcome in listen i asked the hard questions i call out our guests yes you told simon in the show he sucked uh, I, so that was good i said he sucked at majors okay not you didn't just say majorly gen- sucked no so that, i said he sucked that at majors <laughs> that would have definitely hey, been rude no other podcast is going to call out simon like that yeah that's and true. i feel like we can because we're buddies yeah anyway here we are uh i yeah, let's. Uh, we can touch on a few things. One thing that I did just notice that the PDGA sent out earlier uh, was something about additional PDGA benefits. I think I got. Oh an yeah, email yeah. And they're like credit card rewards. And, okay, I was going to try and log in and see what kind of benefits we're talking about. Remember the old hotel benefits we used to be able to get? Yep, yep. Imagine that, but you logged into your credit card thing, and there's all sorts of different. I did see that. You're right, and you get 25 percent off on jewelry. You can get. 10% off on certain travel things. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, not that you'd know what having a job is like, Terry. No, who's, who does that? But it's, it's kind of like that. I, I don't see it being a huge benefit to the player base. It's nice. I would never, ever dispute that. But it's, it's not like it's going to make or break whether someone signs up for the PDGA. That's, 
Okay, I'm finally in uh, after I've now finally remembered all of my information again. I'm, ha- I'm happy they do so it. I wanted it's to always, check in as to a, what, oh, what do I need to click I on? I think somewhere in member benefits. Oh, that would make sense. I, Maybe they, under membership. They actually uh, nicely like uh, member benefits. That would be where I would go, Terry. Um, oh, here's something. Play at a discounted rate. Track your proof. They they put this all together for us, and I'm just simply and not you, following. And you simply the just aren't going to follow the directions. I know, and that's what I'm looking for. Is where in the world did I see the directions? Uh, well, Ryan Pilch well. says he tried a couple days ago, and the website didn't work yet. But it's they announced it today, so hopefully it's working. So now it's probably up to speed. I would think so. Where is my email? What am I? Do I not? I hate Gmail forever. You've, Membership which, benefits. Here we go. Uh, if you log in, oh my gosh, this keep growing. That's not going to work. All right. So anyway, it's out there. If you're a member, <laughs> click on that. <laughs> there's I'll e- figure it out by next week. There's an email in your inbox. Yeah, it's all there. I'm just not finding it because I'm not smart. This this has nothing That's to do. I, I 100% true. I do not uh, place blame anywhere else except for on myself here. Uh, one thing that was a result of this weekend, uh, and they kind of went hand in hand. I was more active on Twitter and the only reason why that matters dying platform, but thanks. Yeah, that too. It was just interesting to be part of a Twitter community of disc golfers during a live event. And, and for those that don't know, Oh, sure. That's cool. Rewind before live broadcasting, partially even before a lot of our post-production before live scoring was, was remotely robust. There was live Twitter feed that was literally giving you Matt Gregoire mm-hmm. was literally giving you shot by shot or near shot by shot Twitter feed. That was very much a thing with the occasional picture and yeah, occasional picture and, and maybe a reference to a scorecard or some other things. But that was very much how, in fact, this is even a little more timely because that was the only way it could happen at WR Jackson specifically because cellular signal was bad, so you were definitely not going live on a Facebook or on any other platform with a cellular device at the time. And so sending out the live tweets was essentially the best that we... Uh, and that was put on the back of Marty Gregoire, who volunteered to go do it and took the Twitter feed from 60 followers to 16,000 or whatever it was at the time. Because of someone being willing to do that. Now you think about, oh my gosh, how how archaic and old and uh, and largely dated is that? But yeah, we've come a long way, and that being one of the, one of the many steps. So it's just interesting to me how many people, because not all of our live bro- platforms offer a chat. a chat board. So clearly, people are going to this to this Discord thingy. Uh, or they're going you to should other really, places. You should really get into the Smashbox Discord at some point. I should, actually. But people are going to these other places to have Just so you learn how Discord works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until it's replaced next year by some other it's, similar platform that... It's not going to be, but yeah, that's fine. Just like Slack and all those others that are never going to get replaced or die, right? No, I'm not saying it's never going to die, but I don't think Discord is... Uh, it'll be replaced at some point. Every, every platform comes and goes. They all have their ups and downs. Uh, D- Discord will be no different. Someone will come up with a better solution for 
some place where everyone can gather and blah 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 blah. But for now, for now, that's where the attention is, and I'm not. I'm not because it's a private community. That. I'm just simply saying that I I have not fully jumped on board. Yes, I know you haven't. Um, yeah, Discord is four years strong, and and Ray says, "Come and join us." At, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tim says, Terry was fighting the trolls on YouTube chat uh, during round number one. So when there's not a live chat, whether it's on the D- DGN platform or on YouTube, yeah, people are having these conversations in other places. Obviously, Facebook, not necessarily a place for it. Uh, you're finding it more either on Twitter or, like you said, on a on a Discord. <clears throat> it was just really Different. It was just a different way to consume. Rarely am I in a position, and this is maybe the point, is rarely am I in a position like I was this weekend where I'm involved in the broadcast in a relatively intimate way, but I'm not I don't I'm not giving it my full attention. I don't I didn't have to give it my ongoing Oh it showed attention. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um doing the pregame show and postgame shows. I wasn't doing the play-by-play commentary. And it, so it was a, just a unique role. And I'll be the first to admit, like this weekend, when I'm running a tournament with 200 people, I, I will completely check out of the North Cove event. Not because I it's not a great event or it's not a great course and there's not good players. I will be consumed almost every waking moment with what I'm doing instead. And and same could be said of the Austin weekend and also the, uh, the other weekend where I'm doing post-production and Tallahassee and post-production at Throwdown the Mountain. When those other events are going on, rarely, okay, never, am I just lounging around and taking a weekend off. I my All my attention is then focused elsewhere. This weekend, it was almost a mix. It, I wasn't taking the weekend off, but I was consuming the event in a different way, watching more live than I've ever really watched. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was a really fun experience. And... I guess maybe that's the question for you through all of this is, is Twitter, is Twitter not a place anymore where it feels like uh, as much live chatter happens about the tournament? Cause it feels like it was like, and clearly it, it could just be my ecosystem, but there was like yeah. 10 people, like 10 e- consistent people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot more difficult because it would be easier if everybody, and granted this is me being old, picked a hashtag. Hashtag MCO 2023. Sure. And then everyone tweeted about it. Or if you were part of, uh, there, there is an actual disc, quote unquote, disc golf community on Twitter, where which you can go into and it shows you just yep. the disc golf stuff. Great. But ultimately, yeah, Twitter isn't, isn't the place where people go. I, for a long time, really pushed YouTube because of the chat feature. I, and I always thought it's a great place to have a community. It's a great place. But we were only a couple thousand strong back then. We're getting 10, 15,000 viewers now. That YouTube chat, shocking, pretty cruddy. Now, not that it wasn't bad before, but it can be a little off-putting. It can be a little much. Uh, I do like that the Pro Tour has it set up so you have to be a subscriber. Mm-hmm. Which means that I can't chat under my personal account because I don't subscribe to the channel. I have to chat under the Smashbox account, um, just because I'm stubborn and my. Per- I was going to say you could chat. You could just. Subscribe. You actually have to. You actually have to be a subscriber for 24 hours. Okay. Well, so, so you clicked on it right now. I could, but I'm next week. I'm stubborn, and my personal account. I don't want any disc golf on it. Mm. So I use the Smashbox account for that. Oh, great! It just 
clutter up ours clutter, clutter up i have i think i i think i'm subscribed to like two or three smashbox things i just i need a break and that's mine and that's what i don't need i don't need to look at it when it's for my own personal account but i have kind of gone away from the fact that i think we need a centralized chat i really like that there is a chat for a lot of different communities in different spots, specifically Discord. I'm a member of four or five or six different disc golf Discord, maybe even seven Discords. And during the live broadcasts, I'd say three to four of them have a live chat going with with their community. It's like, cool, guess what? You want to talk OTB guys? All the OTB guys are, are chatting on the live. There's one for Ultra World. The Ultra World guys are chatting on live. The Foundation one is doing. The Smashbox one. You've got the Tim and Ray show. It's great. I love it. That's, that sounds and, also and overwhelming, though. Like in it can be. That, like if if now you got nine other places, if to, you like, want, drop in on conversations. If you want, sure. And the nice thing about Discord is that it's it's a it's a little bit slower. You don't really have to go back and read. And I like the fact that every community has their own chat because. Every community is policed differently. Sure. So you, you have these people who are, you know, you're, you're not going to come into the Smashbox one and start talking shit. It's very quickly shut you down. Mm. Whereas if you go to a different one, there, there, there are just all raw all the time. There are different. Just like if you were to go to Reddit, they have a live thread, not lie. It's, it's a Reddit thread of the live broadcast. You could go in there and chat and make a post and wait for people to talk back. It's less of a conversation and more of a, uh, like Twitter, a shouting ground. Here's my opinion. And someone else can respond to you. Whereas if discord is a little bit more of a community, it's a little more chat back and forth. Oh, Hey, Oh, did you hear this stat and this and that? I like that. I like that better because it's more manageable. Now, if you want to be a part of every conversation, it's not for you. If you, but I have also learned that watching the YouTube chats and watching as this gets bigger and bigger, it's you get to a point where it's almost too big. Yeah. I've I've watched uh, Twitch chats on some really large events, like way bigger than disc golf, a lot of esports and may, maybe uh, presentations and things like that. That chat is it, it's worthless. It might as well not be there because yeah, it goes it, so fast. It goes and, so fast and it's half emojis and things like yeah. that. You're just like, I, I don't know why it's there other than a distraction. The disc golf one isn't that bad yet, but it's slowly getting to the point where it's like, if you, unless you do, you can do top comments or I think uh, all comments and, and YouTube chat. Ah, oh, man, I, I, I don't know. It's I, I'm really, really thriving on the different types of communities because I know what to expect in each one. I know, I know what I'm going to get if I'm going to go to foundation. I know what I'm going to get if I'm going to alt world. I know what I get in the Smashbox community. Mm. So that is just different, different, different strokes for different folks, as they say. Mm. Well, but, but Twitter in general, to go back to your original question, isn't necessarily a, a thriving place for the live chat. It, yeah, it, and I guess I was uh, uh, that that was part of the mm-hmm. lesson learned is I thought that at maybe at one point it was more so, but maybe maybe it never was, and you guys would know more. Um, but I found myself at least interacting there, and and the other thing that I realize is it definitely doesn't have it didn't have the you know the kind of the quote unquote spoiler annoyance out there of people expect not expecting 
to see certain things. Like Mm -hmm. if a big putt was hit and you comment or make a tweet about it, like nobody was nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. nobody was mad or getting worked up about it. Correct. I uh, I believe most of the I think knock on whatever wood is around. Most of the spoiler community has been squelched uh, in every place but Reddit. Oh, like Reddit still has, although technically I believe the the big disc golf community and Reddit allow spoilers. There are still some people that are very there. Are, it's a smaller and smaller portion that are that still get upset about them. But everywhere else in the internet, I feel like it's it, it's not even a thing anymore. But there is still a small group, and I've always said, obey the rules of your community, whatever they are. If sure. if your community doesn't want spoilers, don't put spoilers. Even in Discord, there is a separate channel um, for in in a lot of the. Uh, there's a separate spot for the live chat that you don't post spoilers other places. Because some people do want to com- consume post-production. And that's fine. I've got no problem with that. That's Post-production has a place for people. And I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. Let everyone do what they want. But obey, the, uh, obey what your community has decided upon and everyone shall be happy. No, they won't. No, I know that. But most will be. <laughs> It'll be closer to the possibility of maybe being happy. So, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, I do want to quickly talk about, if you miss me tweeting about it. <laughs> no, I do want to quickly talk about the, the fact that this weekend we did see Nate Perkins have... Uh, we called them mid rounds. They really were early round interviews. The walk alongs, the walk alongs that happen, mm. and for the most part, they happen on hole one or two. Again, very much by design. Um, you know, if you planned one with somebody, and they might be the most gracious and and uh, easygoing person, and you planned with one with somebody and said, "Hey, like right around hole ten, we're going to do that," and you get to hole ten, and they've got nine birdies in a row. You don't want to talk to them. And you get to hole 10, and they've got nine bogeys in a row. You probably don't want to talk to them. So by design, we saw that they were knocked out, knocked out, uh, done early in the round. Except for, I think, Ezra's was late, way later in the round, which, of course, goes a little against my theory. But the other five that we saw were all done on hole two, one or two. That's Here's my other pro tip. It goes. It kind of goes in line with... When I tell my either my, myself or my cameramen when we're getting pictures for thumbnails for tournaments, 
Get them before they start the round because they might be pissed off after the round and nobody wants to stand there for a picture when you just, you know, ended with six consecutive bogey strokes. So get pictures of all the players if you need them. Get them before the round if you're doing it for a thumbnail the way I do thumbnail pictures. So that's kind of along this line of get somebody if you're going to talk to them and we're going to try out this technology or not technology. We're going to try out this idea concept. If you're doing it on hole one or two, hopefully their round hasn't hasn't taken a train departure in any given direction Ooh. that we're going to uh, impact them. And so that everybody knows, uh, open up the curtain, these are all pre-planned. It's yes. not like Nate Perkins walks up to hole one that morning and is like, all right, hey guys, anyone want to talk with me on during hole two? It's all done the day before. So usually the night before, things are arranged. There are players who don't mind it. Obviously, Chris Dickerson was cool with it. We talked with him. There are players who, and I'm not going to name any names, but there are players who just didn't want to participate. They're like, no, I'm good. I'd rather focus on my game and not even think about this interview. I totally respect either one. but uh, Of course. But it's just that these are pre-planned. Yes, I so think that the, is, that's why the, part of the reason why I wanted to bring it yeah, up. Yeah, they, they, the players know they're coming. The players know it's not like just... Perk walks up and again walks up on hold two as they're walking on the fairway and it's like, hey Chris Dickerson. Yeah, this this <laughs> was uh, in this case these were pre-planned and and pre-approved so to speak. And then again, unlike what we used to do, just throw totally, throw yeah. microphones in people's faces. Exactly. <laughs> and and I cannot stress this enough that also even when some people some people used to give me a hard time and some people used to love them, but people back then six five six seven years ago used to say, oh, I hate that, that's not fair, blah, blah, blah. It was always a right time and place. Same thing. Even I, not just even I, but maybe especially me, I knew if it was the wrong time to go talk to Mm -hmm. and have a conversation. If somebody just bogeyed four holes in a row, I wasn't about to go up to them and and ask them about it. And, And I've said this, and I'll say this to the day I die, there's some players who just naturally are more talkative Germ. and or are more <laughs> receptive to the idea and or would love to do it. Like Germ was always like Germ's one of them. Paul Macbeth yeah. is one that talks a lot during the round, sometimes to who's ever around. Uh, he's just a I, it, more talkative guy. It just always I always flash back to the memorial because we covered so many rounds there. But the big backups that we saw in the middle of the round, there was always a backup or two, and it was one, two, three groups at times. And so back then, only having two cameras, at best you sent your catch cam up to, so to get the, the drives on the next hole because you couldn't send them very far because you had to bring them back. We didn't have filler. And so we would be stuck there just kind of hanging out, waiting for to see something. And at that point, inevitably... Some player or Terry would kind of kind of make it known like, hey, anybody want to chat or something? I'll be over here. Inevitably, like it would be a Paul Macbeth, like you said, or again, big germ, always media savvy. He would wander up. And I, I vividly recall at least two different years where germ would just chats with you because because well, you're waiting for 25 minutes with nothing to do. So yeah. it's not like you're getting in their head or they have to sit and focus. It's just the way it works. It's just the way it worked. Yeah, and and look at present day. Someone who's willing to step up to a camera and talk to you whether or not you're intending them to. I think of a Raven Newsom when we've seen him perform very well. Mm. 
he, and he doesn't have to perform well, but he's one that's just never been shy in front of the camera and will come talk to you. And and you could just be sitting as a cameraman just doing your job and and they want to have a conversation. And there's nothing wrong with that. But just know that whether it's an on, on-course reporter and or a camera person, they probably have the, the foresight and the knowledge and or the experience with that person to then have these types of conversations. So, uh, but it was something we tried. I know somebody else immediately after it was questioned on Twitter back and forth, people loved it. People hated it. People thought it was intrusive. People thought we need more of it. You know, it was of course all over the place because no one can agree well, on anything. Then immediately somebody's like, wait, here's a clip of them doing it at the masters. Yes. And they, that's, cut, they what, why do you think that they did it? Why do you think I'll tell you what I, I love Mo. And I think Mo, Mo is the glue to a lot of the live broadcast. Watch what you say. He's listening. I, he, he, not right now. It's way too late, but he'll listen tomorrow or there the next day. Mo's the glue. He, he's, he directs a lot of things. He, he kind of implements a lot, a lot of this stuff. I'm sure Mo saw it on the masters or saw it at an event and thought we can do that. Yeah. It, 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 if you see, if you, if you see it done somewhere else in another sport, which we've seen, dugout interviews we've seen like you know coach interviews in between uh quarters or halves i mean this isn't a new concept but mo watches a lot of golf and if he sees something done at on a golf event he's going to try to replicate it or emulate it a a lot of what we do isn't almost nothing of what we do is original no (laughs) you know very other than maybe some of the, the the technology and how we approach things a couple of years ago with live broadcasts and only having live views, some of that was very cutting edge. But the actual processes of a lot of stuff we do, none of it's new. No, not at all. So, nonetheless, uh, that I, I did want to address that, and I, of course, am thinking ahead to I will be basically fulfilling Perkins' role. Mm-hmm. Uh, through a number of events this year, same that we've seen with Zoe Andike, same that we've seen with Brian Earhart. Uh, I will be fulfilling, continue to fulfill on-course roles, and then that continues to evolve and change. And that also looks like, as of right now, um, rather than being the host of Tournament Central, which I was this weekend, there's, I think, a newfound expectation to then switch role, role for me personally, to switch a role to when I'm on the course, like Perkins was this weekend, to also then be the the stand-in person when it comes to Tournament Central. And I'm just going to give Nate Perkins an incredible shout-out that although him and I were doing similar jobs, they really weren't this weekend. Nate Perkins was there early every morning to do the show with me then he'd walk the entire round, a four-hour round usually, with the competitors. Then he'd do the post-game show with me, not have any time for lunch, do the pre-game show for MPO, and then do the post-game show for MPO. And I, I, It's a long if day. I, if I'm just going to be blunt, I'm not looking forward to that. Like that it's a long day. Sounds That sounds miserable. So everything that Nate Perkins did, thank you, because... Mm-hmm. And this weekend, hopefully, is a little bit of an anomaly in terms of the rounds last that long. But there's nothing about oh, that that sounds appealing. I mean, think about it. If it rains at W.R. Jackson, do you think those rounds are going to be any shorter? Yeah, two and a half. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't. And uh, so I did see a lot of love for you on Tournament Central. Um, you, you, you leapt over a very low bar. Way to go. 
I'm a little stubby. I'm a little, I, got, I got short legs and a low center of gravity, so I somehow hopped over a bar. If there uh, was one. Yeah, the, the, Tournament Thank Central you. hadn't been necessarily loved until recently. There was, I mean, there were some pros and cons, but I will say that uh, I, I read nothing but positive comments about you and Nate Perkins doing Tournament Central. So, no, thank you. I it I again so much of what Nate was doing out there still is impressive to me. Uh, it was fun to host the show. I don't know that I'm going to get a lot of other opportunities to to do so because most weekends I am either mm-hmm. in the booth or I'm on the course. You know, there's there's a pretty big stretch for the next six months of either I'm in the booth or I'm on the course. So this weekend, in fact, I was supposed to have off this weekend, so to speak, and it was asked of me to fill in and, and be part of Tournament Central. So um, it, it was a lot of fun to be able to do it, to mm-hmm. to uh, have that experience. Now, I think being out on the course is something that was naturally going to happen anyway. But to say that I hosted Tournament Central and then saw what the host is going to have to go through um, was was definitely a good learning experience. That's for sure. So There was a small glitch, I know, in the... Uh... On the final day of the broadcast, and I, I had nothing to do with the broadcast. Uh, thankfully, thankfully, not thankfully. I know I, I like doing them, but uh, it sounded like the one of the computers that runs the show had crashed, mm. and so there was a point where there was about ten minutes of downtime because they had to shut it down, reboot it, get logged in, open it all up, whatnot. And so it had nothing to do with Vimeo. It was completely on. Amazon slash DGN side. It was just a Windows crash, as we've probably all experienced at one point or another. But thankfully, the replay machine, rock solid, kept going, and they were able to bank all those shots. So when they finally did come back from the long commercial break, they were able to kind of fly through a bunch of these shots that had been these important shots that we didn't miss. I think it happened on 12 or 13, hole 12 or 13. Rather, Thank God it didn't happen on like hole 17. Mm-hmm. But uh, I felt like the crew did a phenomenal job recovering from that. So it's really, it's really nice. And I love, love, love the new stinger, as it's called, the swipe now that it's mm. doing between cards, as opposed to the, the big flashing stinger. I always, I always hated the flashing stinger. And uh, much like the PGA, if you watch it, they do a sliding one like that. And I've always wanted one. Uh, but honestly, it, it's not my place anymore to try to design and, and build those things. So I've always just kind of been like, all right, cool. But when I saw it this weekend, I was ecstatic. So congrats, shout out to everybody uh, that, that that was involved in in that uh, that new feature. Yeah, and did you notice, and I don't know if this is by design or if it's just part of the preset, it swiped left and then just like Tinder, it could swipe right as well. Like it swiped both directions. I'm guessing that it swiped left for card changes and maybe swiped right for replays. If I had to I take, I, if I, I had to take it, because there's I also that much attention. There's also a different swipe trans. Easter egg. There's also a different transition that showed a picture of a player throwing uh, a silhouette of a player throwing, which I'm, yep. which was Paige Pierce. I could tell for FPO. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, I couldn't nail down who it was for MPO. I didn't get a that good of a look at it mm. that's uh that's a great trivia question if you can figure that out who who is the mpo player silhouette i didn't i i only saw it once or twice so i feel like it was Macbeth, but maybe it might have been i mean it would make sense page and then maybe Macbeth. so anyway out there congratulations to everybody involved in the broadcast 
Okay. So, yeah, that was uh, how things went down. Ron says he's pretty sure it was Macbeth. Okay, cool. Uh, I only I only saw it once or twice, so I and I and it was kind of secondary versus what we were doing because all weekend I was up north where I have very crappy internet, and then I, on Sunday I was in Appleton visiting my family, but the Masters was on and they were watching that, so I was kind of watching, vaguely watching the disc golf in my lap on my tiny phone, um, and then because I I tried to push it to the TV that was there, but it just didn't let me. So. <laughs> CRT TVs. No, it's actually a really big. It's actually a really nice big TV. I, uh, I I watched almost exactly zero minutes of the Masters. Same thing. Just completely consumed and involved in what was happening at Music City, and then just couldn't bring myself to the attention. I overheard people talking about a Tiger withdrawal and uh, about some trees falling, and that was about as yeah, far that, as that was about as far as I got. Yeah, that was kind of crazy and very fortunate that nobody was hurt. That those trees that fell. Uh, there was probably about 30 or 40 people wandering around in that area and everyone scattered. They must have heard the trees crack and they scattered and the trees fell. It didn't look like anybody was hurt or even maybe even hit. I didn't, I wasn't mm. sure. And then we were talking at, uh, at, the, at the family gathering. Imagine how tough that was for whatever crew had to come out that night and fix that, clean that up because mm. the masters is pristine. So you know they didn't want to have that sitting around that someone had to show up in the middle of the night Cut that tree up, load it up, get it out of there, probably repair grass, and just make it look like nothing had happened. <laughs> yeah, good call. All right. Uh, I wanted to... Where did it go? <laughs> um, oh, uh, Ryan Pilcher says that you should do Tournament Central, Johnny. I... would try i think jvd should do the tournament central show i'd give okay. it a, i'd give it a swing but it sounds like uh gotta show me the money <laughs> hold out for the big contract i'm gonna hold out for the big contract that's, that's what you should do can i switch the show and be part yeah, of it just oh oh it's a one shot of me again click sorry perk <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you should do uh, this weekend, I already plugged it, but yes, this weekend, excited. Uh, Skyline Classic presented by Discraft. I'm going to be giving away, we're going to be giving away at least one of the discs from this weekend's event uh, as part of our Patreon giveaway. Next week, spoiler alert, it'll probably be another one. We'll give away another yet another Skyline disc. It's, uh, it's all within that time frame. Super excited, though. We've got over 200 people this weekend and, and a couple of our smashies, including some people coming in from Illinois and uh, from all over Wisconsin. So looking forward to you guys. And I want to say, of course, thank you to Discraft, who is our presenting sponsor of the event this year, stepped up, uh, got me some great custom discs, a whole a huge variety of them. And very quickly. And then also, uh, I did work with Nate Heinold to uh, get a few more additional items, excuse me, that I think everyone's going to like this weekend. So looking forward to it. Uh, and no, there will be no Skyline Chili anywhere. Even if even if Tim drove here from Ohio and tried to hold me <laughs> down, I would suffocate myself before I eat more Skyline Chili. It's really that... Bad. Unimpressive. Unba it's it's unimpressive. not that bad, but I I don't need to ever try it again. I've been there, I've done that. I don't need to do that. Hmm. Uh, one other uh, quick thing that I have I have actually added two things since last week. 
to my channel. A little plug here. Uh, I added the USDGC playoff, uh, the qualifier. Last uh, every as we closed out the <laughs> the event, everyone's like, "What did that guy do on the final hole? Why did he give away his USDGC spot? That idiot!" Blah blah blah. You had to go to a playoff. There was a three way playoff for the final USDGC spot at Throwdown the Mountain. We recorded it, so I put it out. It's only like a four or five minute video. Spoiler, it's, yeah, just go watch it. So that is available. And then just tonight before the show, I released something that's definitely different from my channel that most of you wouldn't necessarily anticipate. It was, it is, and it's it's released um, right after the award ceremony for the Throwdown the Mountain. Mike Barnett, the tournament director who we had on the show last week, he did a, a presentation of sorts uh, that was to essentially go to Paul McBath along with Dylan Cease about being the new landowners, taking over the course and such. And there was some incredible history within that presentation. That sounds cool. Talking about uh, basically how the event came to be what it is. And let's let's be real. Most of you know what Throwdown the Mountain is. It's in its 11th year, and most of you have now heard about it. And I've been barking about it for the last nine that we've had our podcast and so it's, it was a really cool presentation. It's a little out of the ordinary. It's a little bit slow in the fact that there's not discs flying around. But it's like eight minutes, and I, I just think it gives a really good background and backstory to the property and a little bit about Paul and Dylan and everything that's going on. So that's out there. I released it just before the show tonight, and it seems like it's actually getting really good response. People uh, said they're just excited to see some of that history. And I, honestly, I think... Five or ten or twenty-five years from now, like this little ceremony is is going to have some historic value. That's great in the sense that um, it was it was it's a really big moment. And of course, we talked about it with Paul last week. But um, here's the actual presentation as it happened. So that's available. And I'll follow that up by saying on our channel I'll, again, I'm going to try to be more diligent with chopping out just the interviews, and it's a segment called just the interview, and. Uh, last week, I did that with Paul McBeth, which we'll release separately. I'm going to try and make them a little more timely. Tonight, of course, we had, you know, in, a, mm-hmm. in the in the span of a total of three hours here on YouTube, we talked to Simon for roughly 70 or 80 of those minutes. So on the YouTube channel, I'm going to break it out so that there's just the interview with just Simon for that time. So it's if good- you don't want all this other fluff. It's huh? a good project yeah. for uh, one of your little minions. Yes. I just need minions. Your daughters. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good point. I should yeah, I should them. probably put them to work. Put them to work. I mean, as Simon said, they're not useful <laughs> until they're like <laughs> whatever age. <laughs> so yeah, they've got no self awareness until they're like five. Uh, yeah, they just keep wanting to fall off the couch head first. <laughs> uh, I did sign up one of my daughters for cheer tonight, and so that's that's a fun three hundred dollar. Uh, Speaking commitment. of falling on your head, yeah. So that's a fun three hundred dollar commitment. Uh, and I did make the deal with her, and I don't think she'll do this because she's excited about it, um, more excited than the other daughter. But I was like, yeah, just so you know, like this is non-refundable. There's a little box that says, hey, you can buy an insurance thing for $21. I said, just so you know, if you decide to not do this or you quit, you're paying me the $300. Ooh. How so, is she going to get $300? I, that, that's not going to be a problem because I think she's gonna, she will stick with this, but... Um, that's going to be the new policy moving forward. If, if, if we're taking a gamble on something and you quit it for no good reason other than to quit or want to quit, you're going to pay for it. I, I have a, a rule with my son. I said, you know, 
he likes to swim. He doesn't love it. I've said before, he, he likes swimming. He doesn't love racing. So, you know, take that for what it is. He, I said, you don't, you don't have to do swim, but you got to do something. You can't just come home and sit. Yeah. You have to be involved in something. So if you, if you don't want to do swim, pick something else. And he's unable to pick anything. So he keeps doing swim. And uh, I've, I've always said, hey, you're going to high school next year. Hopefully you'll be on the swim team. If not, they've got the robotics team. They've got all these other things that you can do. And then he's just kind of like, okay, maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> so he's uh, you figure something out, boy. That's right. We'll whoop you before he outgrows me. Uh, <laughs> guitarist says you should cut out the Simon interview and just release the fluff. <laughs> uh, that would be kind of a just the fluff. I don't think uh, it's picture just Terry and I. I don't think that would go uh, over quite as hot. Um, yeah, probably not. All right, Johnny, you ready for the giveaway? I think we I am get re- at that. Let's, I am ready let's, for let's the giveaway, Terry. Let's get to the giveaway. Um, it, it might be random, but w- one week will be the force. The other week will be, I think this was a heat. Uh, I'll bring the heat. And uh, yeah, we'll be giving these away. All right, Terry Miller, let's get this up here. All right, so. Johnny V is going to pull up our numbers. Boom. I've been out on random.org quite a bit these last uh, couple of days. Lots of people picking up some uh, my disc in a box shipping mailers, which I often provide out there on the Facebook group, Disc Golf Donations, which is really Disc Golf Raffles. Uh, and, uh, oh, they've renamed it? It's now Disc Golf Donations? It, it's been that for quite some time, actually, because... Oh. You're drawing a little extra attention. That's like that's like having a, a license plate, a vanity license plate that says like "I speed" on it. I mean, you're kind of drawing attention here because so. it was called something else a while uh, ago. I mean, there's there's disc golf waffles. That's what I thought. Waffles it was is a big waffles. word instead of raffles, but it's been disc oh, golf donations boy. for a while, and uh, people have been you know people just love the opportunity to possibly win something at a wildly a, discounted a great uh, dopamine hit. Yes, exactly. 151 people are eligible for our giveaway this week. Patreon.com slash Smashbox TV. You can sign up, become a patron of the show. It's the only way we support the show. Please sign up. We would Please. love you more. Yes. Uh, it's only a, a minimum of a dollar a month, and you get no ads, which we've no been putting ads. ads in. You get your uh, option or, or your, your opportunity at a drawing every week. And you know what? If you go up in levels, you get more things, more, so more, more, more benefits. You get that, you know, yeah. you, get, you get access to a, to a private part of the discord. Anyone can join the discord, but you get a private channel. Which wow. If, if, if there's something in there, I jump. Should I go in there for the privates? Nope. Um, don't show your privates in there. Okay. No promises. 151 people are eligible for this giveaway. Terry Miller. What are we going to draw? What number? Uh, what are let's we gonna go generate? with. Second one. Second one. <clears throat> Our first number we generate. They're sorted by first names. Mm, I like that. 68. Oh, it's definitely going to be lower. Oh, you're going lower on 68. 68 and I owe you one. I don't know. <laughs> not one higher. No, no. Low, All right. Lower. And our second number is 70. It It was too high here. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Man, random.org getting feisty tonight. Uh, Better than it getting spicy. Mm -hmm. So let me pull up number 70. So that is in the, that's someone who starts with a J. All right. I like it. Jeremy Davis. Heck yeah. 
Jeremy, Jeremy. Davis. Congratulations. He's a $3 uh, Patreon supporter. So congratulations, Jeremy. We will uh, reach out to you at your Yahoo email address. Mm-hmm. I won't give anyone more than that. Just a Yahoo. You're a Yahoo. No judgments because you still have a Yahoo email address. Mm-hmm. A little bit of judgment. Um, you jerk face. <laughs> no, uh, I don't we, care. As long as you got two-factor authentication on it, I don't uh, care. Yeah, Jeremy. we appreciate it Thank very you, much, Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, also out in the chat, a uh, little bit of conversation going on about me being at the European Open. And as of now, if, if I understand the spreadsheet, which I never claim to be smarts, uh, if I understand the spreadsheet correctly, I will, in fact, be at the PCS Sula. Uh, it's not PCS Sula. Yeah, it's a PCS Open. Um, I will be at that in Norway. And then the following week is, in fact, the European Open in Finland. So as of now, I am scheduled to be at both of those events on site. Originally, I wasn't going to be. However, I think I mentioned this earlier with Nate and Val and that whole pregnancy thing. Uh, actually, that's right around the time in which they're due. So that means they're not going to be hosting the show, which then meant uh, with me not being a host, I'd be an on, uh, on-site person. And so, yeah. I will be, my plan, uh, and I believe the DGPT's plan, (laughs) knock on wood, I don't get fired or let go by then, uh, is that I would be both in uh, Norway and Finland. So that is the plan, and we all know that what matters most in that entire conversation is Smash. I will find a few bags of Smash, Mm. the delicious bugle-like chip that's covered in chocolate uh, that is referred to as smash and it's damn good so yes i will be there i won't be involved thank god i mean that's too bad it's very sad we're we're sad everyone's sad here Mm, bummer oh well (laughs) anyway uh do we have anything else uh that's of conversation not that I can think of. Um, I would say, uh, I wouldn't call this a tip or anything, but a a pick. We haven't we don't do picks very often. No, we don't. But there is a podcast that just released season three called "World's Greatest Con." If you want to go out there, if you're a podcast listener, this is it's uh, it's a, like I said, it's the third season. The first season was all about uh. uh this uh, Project Mincemeat. You can go out on Netflix and look at the movie, but they did a whole detailed podcast about this World War II trying to trick Hitler and all this other thing, and dead bodies, whatnot. Uh, season two was all these different... I think you'd really love season two, Terry. Mm. It's a bunch of different stories about people trying to con game shows, like game shows from when we were kids, oh, like yeah. 80s and 70s, 80s and 90s. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. That one it was a, a big yep, one, actually. Think, okay. And so just what happened to these people and where they're at and what they did. And this season is back to a a full long story about something called Project Alpha, which was in the late 70s and early 80s about these two kids who had basically the government and other people convinced that they were psychics. And it's a full story that involves them. Uh, It's called uh, the podcast called World's Greatest Con. Go out there, sub to it, listen to it. The first two episodes are out. I think they're going to release an episode a week for the next, I think, five to six weeks. So it's uh, first episodes are pretty damn good. Hmm. Okay. 
So download that today. Where download can they find it today. That? That's on any podcasting app. Wow. You search for World World's Greatest Con. And what if somebody wanted to download or find the Smashbox TV podcast? What are their options? Well, any podcasting app. Okay. You can go to YouTube where we're broadcasting live. Patreon. You have a private RSS feed if you're a Patreon supporter, which you get with no ads, as we no said. Ads. And you get Ad it free. And you get it tonight. You don't have to wait until half tomorrow, half Friday. We just give it to you all right away. So those are basically the places. Okay. I like it. Well, I think that's about all that we have for tonight. We're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it a little under three hours, even with a great conversation <laughs> with Simon. But I think that is really everything. Uh congratulations, Kristen Tatar, of course, at Music City Open. Congratulations to our guest tonight, our champion in Simon Lazat. Congrats to all the teams and individuals and teams that performed well and had a good time. I think everybody that had a chance to go to be part of the college scene. Uh, it's just absolutely awesome because that just 10 or 12 years ago or whenever it was, I know back when we were in college, clearly not a, a real consideration or conversation piece at all. So the fact that it's grown into what it is uh, speaks volumes about that, not only the scene, but all of the organizers and the dedicated humans that are um, making all that happen to provide those truly uh, unforgettable experiences and in, in playing disc golf um, in other parts of the country. It's awesome. So with that, we're going to call it. This has been Smashbox TV Podcast 450's After Show. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy. And we'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.